that number represents the number of opioid-related deaths up until October in Massachusetts alone. Just Massachusetts. So to say that we are in an epidemic is an understatement at this point. Um, there is a tide that is sweeping through this nation, and it is, it is ruining lives. It's ruining families. It's taking people out. And who better to step up than the church? Who better to step up, let me say that again, than the people of God? Who better to step up? And so it's why we do what we do. It's what compels us. It's what, it's what drives us. It's we want to we wanna be that vessel that brings the message, the hope of the gospel to, to every addict. To let them know that there is hope. There is, there is a, there is a, there's a chance. Like this, isn't, this doesn't have to be your story. Like this isn't the end of the road. And where we're in a society where we see people dying and, and addiction and people saying once an addict, always an addict. This is your story. We want to come, along, come right alongside and say in the whisper in the other ear, this doesn't have to be your story. This does not have to be your life. Things can be different. You know, it's kind of like when, uh, when, when Jesus was walking and he sees the ten lepers. And, and guess what? Leprosy was their story. Leprosy was the badge of shame that they held above their head when they screamed unclean, when anybody normal walked anywhere around them. And Jesus came along and said, no, that's not your story anymore. Go, go to the priest. And that's what Teen Challenge is about. It's what we do. We provide the space, the safety net, to where an individual can come in broken and find that space to seek that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Because that, that right there is the thing that's going to destroy all bonds. And, I, you know, I, I equate it to this. It's uh, addiction's the cough to a cold. It's kind of like what I have this morning. You wake up, and you don't feel well. You don't feel great. And so you, you pump yourself full of cough medicine and cold syrup, and guess what? Your symptoms are alleviated. Your cough subsides. Your runny nose tends to go away. Your chest doesn't ache as much. Six to eight hours later, guess what? <laughs> there it is again. Hello. Why? Because all you've done is treat the symptoms. You haven't gotten to the sickness. And we rely on Jesus to reach the sickness because addiction is just a symptom. The addiction is just a reflection of something greater that's terribly and tragically wrong on the inside of all mankind. And, and that's the unique ministry um, that we do. That's the unique target group that we that we strive to reach and we do this by providing that space for them we have a 12 to 15 month program uh, where students can come in and really begin to evaluate themselves with life and begin to apply biblical principles to begin to address issues not just addiction but issues that uh, tend to tend to take a foothold in a lot of areas of our lives and so we again just once can't say it enough thank you for allowing us to come um, we're we're excited. Um, I'm, I'm excited. You're going to hear these guys. They've been practicing for, for weeks for this, uh, this service. Um, one thing I'd like to mention is we do have a mailing list card that I forgot to mention last quarter. Oh, I also forgot to mention my, who I was. My name's Jonathan Mello. I'm the director for Boston Adult and Teen Challenge. I uh, constantly forget to introduce myself. It's an awful habit. Yeah, the, the cold medication's wearing off. So, 
Here's our mailing list card. Um, I know we come here every year, and, and a lot of you have filled this card out, uh, but it is very important. Um, there's two sides to it. One is uh, your information. If you filled it out before, we keep it. We update it, uh, our information constantly. So if you filled one out, fill it out again. Uh, we want to stay in contact with you. We want to keep you updated with what's happening uh, in Teen Challenge. Um, it's a great way to, for you to stay connected year-round with us. On the other side of this card, just as important, uh, this is our prayer list. Write your prayers down. We cut it off. You don't have to write any personal information on this side. We cut it off, and we pray for these daily. The men are getting in the house. We gather around, and during morning prayer, we pray for these cards. And so prayer is, is the vessel that changes things in life. Prayer is the vessel that, I mean, moves mountains. And so I encourage you to fill these out. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll bring it up a little later, and um, someone will be around to collect them. So without further ado, uh, the Teen Challenge Choir from Boston and Brockton. Thank you. Good morning, Glad Tidings. How are you doing this morning? I want to share my Christmas story with you. Um, I stepped foot in the doors of uh, Teen Challenge just a little over 10 years ago for the first time. I'm 31 years old. My name is Daniel, and I'm from Connecticut. And uh, at that point, I had um, grown up in a Christian church, but I could never really find out where I fit in. I had this orphan spirit over me. You know, I, I tried to put a lot, of, a lot of identity into either sports or, or, or other things. I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't figure out where I was. And little did I know at the time that I, that I wasn't of the world, that I was a stranger in a foreign land. That was a good thing. But in that, in that desire to be, uh, to be recognized or to, uh, the longing to fit in, uh, I opened the door to drugs and alcohol. And so 10 years ago, I came into Teen Challenge Boston. I had changed my life. Um, I went on to do a little bit of schooling, uh, a little bit of missions work, went on to be a minister, and then brilliantly failed out of ministry. Um, for me, God is really dealing with surrender in my heart. Now, you can walk the, the walk, you can talk the talk, but if you don't have a broken and contrite spirit, if you're not emptying yourself before God on a daily basis, it's all in vain. And I found that out the hard way. And it's, that's very humbling for me to say. But in the same time, I know that there's a, there's a healing in that and a, and a, and a beauty in transparency. Uh, and two months ago, wow, it's crazy. Two months ago, I came knocking back. And, you know, I, I've been associated with a lot of ministries. I, I've seen a lot of ministries. And, and, and Teen Challenge embodies the spirit of unconditional love. I've called this guy so many times and said, hey, yeah, I got to come back. And come on, Dan, come right back. Every time, regardless of the circumstance or the situation. Um, I got these awesome guys behind me to support me through this. Um, God has a wonderful plan for my life. I don't know what that looks like yet. I tend to overthink and overplan things. You know, put things together on my own strength. And that's not going to happen this time. So I'm being still and enjoying the beauty of brokenness. It's really special. Um, what Teen Challenge does is it, in my life, it's reaffirmed my identity in Christ, who I am, who I am called to be, the potential in my surrender that I can achieve. I want to thank you guys this morning for having us here.
If there's one verse that I could share with you, it would be Psalm 27.4. The one thing that I ask, the one thing that I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all of the days of my life, to inquire in his temple and to gaze upon his beauty. Thank you. Behold, I bring you news of great joy. For unto you is born on this day in the city of David a Savior, and he is Christ the Lord. Good morning, church. My name is Matt. I'm 34 years old. I'm from Hyannis. And um, for the better half of my adult life, I was enslaved by alcoholism. Um, it's, a, it's a disease that kind of crept up on me throughout life. Um, I was raised in a great family. My mother and my sister are here today, and it's, it's a whole new relationship I'm getting with them. 
thanks to the place of Teen Challenge and ultimately thanks to God. But it's a type of an addiction that worked through my life socially. I mean, I, I grew up, I played sports, I had friends, I never really struggled in any way in that fashion. But as I got older and as I got into high school, I, I felt like there just wasn't enough of life. There was just, I wasn't reaching that, that kind of euphoria that I kind of hoped I'd get just through living every day. So I, I self-medicated in a sense that I, I sought out drugs and alcohol for that extra high. Um, not, just, not just physically, but that emotional kind of elation. But as I got older and I saw my friends kind of moving on with their lives and going to college and getting settled down and getting married and having children, I found myself just working to get to the bar stool. And um, over the next 10 years of my life, through my 20s, that's kind of where my life was. It was that dead-end job that just made me enough money just so that I could just kind of fix myself, so I thought, at the end of the week. But as I got older into my 30s, I um, really started to come down with some physical ailments, and that's when I needed to make a decision. And um, let's see, it's been 15 months last Monday since I came into the program. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, as, as Fred and Jonathan have, have said, it's a 15-month program, so if, if you do your math, I'm a little behind. Um, but that's, again, my own, my own arrogance. Sometimes I thought I could do more than I could handle. So I'm wrapping it up in the, uh, the middle of next month. But I only say that because I was here last year. I was at this very church, at this very service. I remember the pastor. I remember hearing some of the guys who had been in the program a while and trying to hear what it was that they said. Because, I mean, my life up until I found Teen Challenge, I, it was just, I was miserable. I was jaded. I lived this, like, misanthropic, just vapid existence where I thought I knew best. I didn't care if I lived or died. I was numb, and I was just emotionally scarred. And one of the most profound verses, I think, in the Bible for me when it comes to the love of Christ is in Romans 5.8 where it's told that Christ died for us while we were still in our sin. And that blows me away because in my addiction, I wouldn't do anything for the person I loved, never mind a person I couldn't stand or who was wronging me. And here was a man born of innocence, and he died on the cross for me. Like, that just takes me back. That, that embodies what the gospel is. That embodies what the love of Christ is. And that's what Teen Challenge is. It's that, it's that conduit. It's that place that you find the love of God. And that's the only thing that revolutionized sobriety for me. There's two things. It's accountability and identification. And I identify with the brothers behind me. I identify with the guys who run Teen Challenge because they've done the program. And I also, I held myself accountable through other people. Because it's easy to go out and get sober, but it's almost impossible to stay sober on your own. You need to have that, that, def that definition of faith. And for me, it's my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I'm not ashamed to admit it today. I'm proud. I've gone from almost the borderline agnostic into somebody who's a born-again believer, and I love God for everything he's done for me. He turned that creep in that before picture into the person standing in front of you today. And I'll tell you right now, I thank Teen Challenge, I thank Christ, and I thank everybody. So God love you. Hey, thank you again. Glad tidings for having us. Thank you, Pastor Selwyn. Um, my name is Nick. I'm 29. I'm in Boston Teen Challenge. And um, I am, I'm an answer to prayer. My presence in this place is an answer to prayer. And so are all these guys behind me. So we, during this song, as you continue to worship with us, we're going to send a couple of guys around to collect those prayer cards. So please take this time, fill those out, and guys will be around to collect those briefly. Thank you very much, and God bless you. Amen. Uh -huh. 
Praise God. Amen. Look what the Lord has done. <laughs> Hallelujah. My name's Jacob. I'm 35 from Providence, Rhode Island. Um, I'm grateful today. I'm grateful for what God has done in my life. I'm grateful for 
this Christmas season where I'm at. I've spent a lot of Christmases in prison, spent a lot of Christmases alone, spent a lot of Christmases in churches so far away from God in my heart, spent a lot of Christmases with family, surrounded by so much love, I felt so empty, hurt, and just shattered inside. And I just thank God for the hope that he gives me, that he's a faithful God, that he loves me, that he cares for me, that he didn't forget about me, that he reached down when I felt like I was so far away, and he picked me up, and he brought me in and called me by name, and I thank God for his word. I thank him that he's faithful, and that his word says that he gives us plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope for a future, not a hopeless future, hope for my future. I have hope today. From where I was, where I'm at, and I know the plans that God has for me, that he's going to keep doing a work in my life. I thank him for what he's done, it, the work inside of me, my attitude, my thoughts, the hardness, the coldness that he's done. He's like, like inside this church, he just completely changed the interior of my life, and he cleaned me up, and he gave me evidence of something to be festive about, to, and he put light in me, and it's, it's up to me to, to let him work to and through me. Hallelujah. And I thank God that he's ordering my steps today, and he gave me an opportunity to come into Teen Challenge, and kind of like this cast, Teen Challenge is, you know, that hard shell around me that took someone who's hurt and broken and put me in a place where he can nurture me and for a short period of time and, and, and get me to my full potential and, and get me prepared for his release, for whatever his calling is on my life, for whatever direction he would have me to go. I just know that, you know, I don't have the greatest insurance, but I got assurance today. I have a great assurance what God is going to do, where he's going to bring me. I thank God for my brothers behind me because it's just evidence that I'm not alone. And so many times in this season, I felt alone in, in drugs or alcohol or just depression or just, just a feeling of just so distant. And God brought me to a very close place of intimacy with him. And I'm grateful today. There's a scripture I stand on. It's Philippians 1.6. I hold to it. I'm just not going to let go of it. I claim it every day in my life. That being confident of this, that he who began a good work in me will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Amen. No, it's not over, <laughs> but it's good to hear all the stories, right? Yeah. Stories of who God is, yeah. and, and I, you know, we're talking about stories, and, and this was my story, but I, I love it that God changes stories completely, and the story he writes in our lives is so much different than the stories we live by ourselves, but we want to give you an opportunity to be a part of this. They came to bless us, to share with us, but it's our turn to bless Teen Challenge. And so we're going to take up an offering for them um, before they continue on. And so if our ushers can come forward and get ready to take up this offering. Uh, God may not have called you to go and minister in Teen Challenge, but God has definitely called us and actually placed us in, in a place where there's such an epidemic. If I were to ask how many people know someone addicted probably most of you would raise your hands. And so maybe God hasn't called you to go out and be staff at Teen Challenge, but God has called us to get behind and also to step out of our comfort zones 
to get behind a ministry that's changing lives. And so um, would you just really ask God what he would have you do this morning to, uh, to get behind um, this ministry? The money that you put into this really, honestly, um, transforms into lives changed and, trans- and, and, and souls um, that find Christ. And when you give, um, the result is guys like these guys. And guys like, um, who've been through the program, Pastor Jonathan went through the program, and now he's a director. So I want to encourage you, this is a worthwhile program to get behind. It's a God-ordained program, and it's in a place where there's an epidemic like this. And so uh, I want to pray, and then just ask you to, um, just to, to give generously as they continue to, to bless us. Lord Jesus, we come before you. God, we thank you for your story, God. Um, that changes ours completely, Lord God. God, we thank you for the ministries of Teen Challenge that you birthed, Lord God, that you founded, Lord God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that they have stayed on course, Lord God, with you being the focus, Lord God. And God, we thank you for every life that has been touched through, uh, through how you've used this ministry, God, uh, before, now, and the lives that you will touch in the future. And we just pray that you would now take these finances that we give and that you would multiply them, Lord God, in the lives, through the lives of people finding you, Lord Jesus. So would you be glorified in our giving? In Jesus' name, amen.
morning, church. How y'all doing today? All right. My name is Israel Montes. I'm 38 years old. I'm from Puerto Rico. Um, thank y'all for having us here. And I want to thank my God first, Pastor. Um, well, I grew up in a Pentecostal Christian home, household, um, and I had a good family. My mom raised us, five of us by herself. I'm the oldest boy. Um, so me thinking I was smart, went out to the streets, uh, tried to help my family out, but I did it in the wrong way. I started selling drugs, uh, started smoking cigarettes, marijuana, drinking, stuff like that, and I started getting into trouble, stuff like that. Never wanted to listen to my family, but um, I started getting into trouble again, going in and out of jails and stuff like that, and, um, and it was kind of difficult for me because uh, as being the oldest boy, um, I didn't really feel love because my mother had to take care of the youngest, you know what I mean? But I understand uh, that she did love us all equally and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And um, f uh, six months ago, I committed a crime, you know, and I was just tired of it, you know what I mean? I gave 13 years in prison, going back and forth to jail all my life. So I surrendered myself to God. I humbly got on my knees and I asked God to change himself, to change me. I mean, changed my heart, you know what I mean? I opened my heart up and let him in, you know what I mean? And I, I struggled, you know what I mean? But I, um, I surrender, you know? I let his will be done in me, you know? And I, um, till today, I uh, have some struggles. I'm still a sinner, but I always uh, try to repent. I um, ask for forgiveness, you know what I mean? And I just, just try to do his will and let him work in me today. I have found Teen Challenge today. Uh, I did it voluntarily. Um, and they gave me a chance with my brothers here to have my back all the time. And um, they gave me a chance, you know, and, and I can't thank God no more. I don't know how to thank my God, and especially my mother. I almost gave her heart and pains for 30 years, and she always had my back and never quit. I mean, she was always praying and kept praying and praying. And now today, my mother is the happiest woman alive in this planet, you know. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, you know, uh, Jesus Christ voluntarily went to the cross of Calvary, not only for my sins, but all of our sins. And you know why? Uh, the scripture that I stand on today, um, it's John 3:16. For God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that, sorry, <laughs> that he gave his one and only son. So I hope believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. God bless. The testimonies never get old for me. Even after hearing them every single Sunday on every choir that I go on. Um, it's just amazing. I love uh, the choir ministry. Uh, my name is Fred, and uh, I've been with the ministry for long enough to lose count. Um, I'm 44 years old and a uh, uh, graduate of the program, graduate of Boston, and I oversee the choir ministry and uh, have the privilege of working with the men, um, also having the privilege of raising up uh, other leaders uh, like Nick. Great job on uh, directing these guys. Um, this is Nick's first big service as a choir director, so I think he did pretty good, don't you? Amen. 
I remember, Nick, the day that he came in the program and to see the transformation from that day until this day is why I do what I do. So it's a, it's a real privilege. I just want to give each one of the guys an opportunity to uh, just share their name. Uh, the guys that didn't have an opportunity to share their testimony, just introduce themselves briefly. Hi, I'm Caleb. I'm 20 years old, and I've been in the program for about five months now. I'm from Clinton, Mass. Hi, I'm Burke. I'm 29 years old. I've been in the program for two months now. My name is Skyler. I've been in the program for two months. I'm from Roxbury, Massachusetts. Hello, my name is Blaine. I'm 25. I've been in the program for one month, and I'm from Plymouth, Mass. My name is Robert Mallow. I'm 30 years old. I'm from Cape Cod, originally from Brazil. Uh, I've been in the program for two and a half months. I'm Jack. I'm 33 years old. I'm originally from East Boston, and I've been in Teen Challenge for a year. My name's Court. I'm 28 years old. I've been in the program for six months, and I'm from Newport, Rhode Island. Hello, church. My name is David Cavanaugh. I am 29 years old, and I am from Haverhill, Massachusetts. Good morning, church. My name is Carlos. I'm 53 years old from New Bedford, Mass. I've been here for three months. Morning, church. My name is Waldy. I'm from Boston, Mass. I've been in the program for six months. My name is Justin. I'm 27 years old from Cape Cod. Been in the program for 11 months. Hi, church. My name is Josh. I'm 36. I've been in the program for two and a half months. My name is Joey. I'm from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. I've been in the program for two months. My name's Nick. I'm 26 years old. I'm from Worcester. I've been in the program three months. Hey, I'm Scott. Uh, 34 from Boston. Uh, going on two months now. I'm Tom. I'm 64 years old. Grew up in the Boston area, and I've been in Teen Challenge 25 months. Louis from Boston, Mass. I'm 32 years old. I've been in Teen Challenge for two months. My name is Hagop, 37 years old. Been in Teen Challenge for four months now. I'm from Arlington, Mass. I'm Ricky. I'm from Lynn, 14 months. Good morning, church. My name is Tyler. I'm from Framingham, and I have been in the program for a little over a month. Good morning, church. My name is Tyree Smith. I'm 21 years old. I'm from Mattapan, and I've been in the program for about four months now. Michael. <laughs> My name is Brandon Middaw. I'm from Traverse City, Michigan. I'm 25 years old, and I've been in the program for three months. Hello, church. My name is Richie Brusso. I'm 34 years old, and I've been in the program 10 days short of a year. Um, I'm from around rest, Western Mass, but mainly in the Springfield area. The reason I like to have the guys introduce themselves is just to let you know, even though it's called Teen Challenge, it's not necessarily for teens. As you heard, you know, there's various age groups up here. The guys are from all over the country, too. Some of them are from even not even from this country. So, you know, it is uh, Teen Challenge Brockton in Boston, which is part of Teen Challenge New England. 
but we serve the United States. We serve the kingdom of God. We serve the government of God. So, um, you know, it's just for 15 months, guys come into the program, and they basically say, okay, I'm going to shut down the noise of the outside world. You know, I'm going to put my, learn how to put my faith, hope, and trust in God because I can't, my life is a mess, and I need to know a better way. And they submit themselves to the program, which is not an easy program by any means. Having gone through it myself, I can definitely attest to that. Um, but one way that you can help support Teen Challenge, um, we have a table in the back. Uh, we do have some... I guess you could say merchandise, but really what they are is ministry tools. I like to look at them that way because we have a couple of books. Uh, we have volumes one and two of Changed Lives. And volume three just came out a couple weeks ago. We try to put out a book every year. Each book contains ten testimonies of men and women that have gone through the program, um, kind of where they came from, what they're doing now. Pastor Jonathan is actually in this volume here. Um, and it's a privilege because, you know, what worked for me coming through the program was, as Matt mentioned, um, you know, the guys that had gone before him, guys that had been through the program and were able to come alongside and say, listen, I know what you're going through. I've been there. I know that there's a better way, and this is how we can do it. You know, and I have the privilege of working with Pastor Jonathan, and he's a lot of the reason why I am where I am today. And you can read stories about such testimonies in this book. As Pastor someone mentioned, you know, stories. These are stories of changed lives. And there's a little over 30 men on the stage right now. So with 10 testimonies in each book, that's, test, that's book four, book five, and book six. And you have an opportunity to support and help be a part of the next chapter or the next book. And one way that you can do that is if you'd like to sponsor a student today, it's a dollar a day for $30 a month. Um, you can see one of the gentlemen in the back. And basically, it's a commitment that you say, you know what, I want to come alongside Teen Challenge. I want to help raise up ambassadors of Christ, men that are going to return to their homes, that are going to break the cycle of addiction in their families. They're going to return to their communities. They're going to help break the cycle of addiction in their communities. They're going to go into the workplace and maybe share the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is what we're called to do as ambassadors of Christ. That's really what it's about. It's not even so much about breaking the cycle of addiction. It's about ending addiction one life at a time by introducing the gospel of Christ to men and women who are lost and bound in addiction. That's really what it boils down to. If you do choose to partner with us for a dollar a day, we do have a gift for you. In this bag is uh, a ch um, volume three book as well as coffee. Um, Teen Challenge, we love coffee because we go from about 6 a.m. till about 10 p.m. Um, but we, you can purchase coffee in the back uh, at the table as well. It is organic, fair trade, gourmet coffee. I drink a lot of it throughout the day in the office. So um, if you would like to, you know, just stop at the table at the end, we'd greatly appreciate your support. Again, Pastor Selwyn, thank you so much for your many years. We always look forward to coming here every Christmas, and it's uh, been a blessing to be here with you today. Thank you. Thank you guys again. Round two. We got pizza afterwards, so hopefully that'll be good. So, but thank you guys, and um, just want to again just challenge you and encourage each one of you um, on God's journey for you, that His plans for you far exceed um, your own. 
Um, and what you said, too, about being a control freak and trying to plan everything out, that's my problem, too. Is, and, and I just want to encourage you, too, man, as much as you try and do that, um, if you do do that, I just preached this a couple weeks ago, if you do do that, you'll only go as far as you can go. And what I want in my life is to go as far as he can let me go and move in his strength. Amen? Amen. Thank you, guys. I just want to challenge you guys and, uh, uh, you know, what's your story? Where were you? And where are you now? I mean, that's the take-home, I hope, is don't just take home these guys' stories that are awesome, but be reminded of yours. Be reminded of your potential. Maybe you're here in this place, and maybe you don't have a story yet. And maybe you can identify with the darkness and not so much with the light. I want to say to you that God has a story for you. And it's a redemption story. It's a story of healing. It's a story of transformation, of his power and his authority. No matter how impossible your circumstances may be and may seem to be nothing, nothing is impossible for him. And he can step into your life and transform it. Would you guys stand to your feet? I want to do a couple things this morning. Is, is if you're here for, this morning and, and, and you know someone that's addicted um, in bondage, would you come to the front? We just want to pray over you. But I'm asking you just to step out and stand in the gap for them on their behalf. Just come on forward if that's you. If you know someone, just come and join us. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to pray for Team Challenge, and then we're going to have them pray over you. But if you're here this morning and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you're here and, and you can identify with the darkness but not with the light, I want to tell you that God brought you here for a reason. And it wasn't to hear other people's stories. It was to give you one of your own. And we wouldn't want you to go home without having a chance to pray with someone. And so if that's you, would you come to the front? And I'm going to come down here. I'm going to ask Pastor Jonathan and Fred also to be down here right afterwards. And if that's you, come talk to one of us. I'm going to ask Nick as well. And we will pray with you because this is what Christmas is. It's not about the tree. Or anything I like about Christmas decorations is the lights that shine in the darkness. But let Christmas this year really be what Christmas is about. Let Jesus Christ step into your darkness and transform your light. It won't happen overnight necessarily. But I want to tell you, he'll give you a story, he'll empower you, and he'll take you places you never dreamed possible. We're not in church because we're perfect. We're in church because we've been set free. The stories you heard today, they represent so many of our stories. Amen. Just, we've got people in the aisles just kind of cram in here, guys. And would you just join hands with one another, just in unity, just grab grab hands. Folks, would you just stretch your hands out? We're going to pray for Teen Challenge, those on the platform and those who aren't in the platform, those who are in the program, those who are about to be in the program, those who have graduated the program. Because it doesn't end when you leave. Challenges are fresh and new. Lord Jesus, we come before you. This morning, we celebrate you, Lord God. God, we celebrate the victory that we have in you. God, we celebrate your amazing grace. God, your love, which is unimaginable, Lord God, that you would come because you saw us bound and in bondage and in sin. And you would step into that darkness that we lived in, Lord God because we were separated from God the Father. And you would walk among us and you would become vulnerable, Lord God. God, but then you would take all of our sin and all of our bondage and all of our darkness upon your shoulders and you would go to a cross in our place and die for us to set us free. God, 
God, it's hard to wrap our minds around a love so amazing like that, Lord Jesus. But we stand in awe of you this morning with grateful hearts. Lord God, I got to thank you for, for each man that's on this platform this morning and for the work that you have done and are doing in their lives, Lord God. God, I thank you that you knew them before this program. God, you knew them in their mother's wombs, Lord Jesus. And from the time that you knit them together, they were born with purpose and with a plan, Lord God. God, we recognize that the enemy tried to steal that from them, Lord God. God, God, we praise you, Lord Jesus, because you have taken what the enemy has done and trying to destroy them, Lord God, and you have rebuilt them and you have set them free, Lord God, and you've empowered them. Continue to move in their lives. God, I pray that you wouldn't give them all the answers, Lord God, of where they're going, Lord Jesus, but just give them a confidence that you are taking them where you want them to go, Lord God. And let that be enough peace in their lives for them to take one step at a time. God, would you continue to restore every broken relationship, every broken family? Would you heal the wounds, Lord God, that seem so deep God, would you be glorified in their lives? God, we pray for those, Lord God, who have graduated, Lord Jesus. Would you wrap your arms around them and give them the accountability, Lord God, and strengthen them, Lord God, as they face just very difficult challenges, God. God, put them in churches that will wrap their arms around them and just be their strength, Father, and continue to shine in their lives. God, we pray for those who are not yet in this program, Lord God, who desperately need it. Lord, would you, would you open doors for them, Lord God? God, those who are about to walk away from coming in because it seems too difficult, Lord Jesus, would you change their hearts and their minds, Lord God, that they might come to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask Pastor Jonathan to come up here. I'm going to ask Pastor Jonathan just to, to, to pray over you guys down here. We're not through praying for you guys. No one said you could let go of each other's hands. We're praying for you now. Would you stretch out your hands to these people here as we just pray? Father, we thank you for every life that's uh, representative here um, today, God, that, that, took the, that had the courage to step forward, that recognized that there's someone in their family um, that they know that they love is hurting. And God, we believe, we believe, we believe, we believe that you are the liberator from bondage. God, that you truly set the captive free, that you rewrite stories, that you come in, you change everything because your change is from the inside out. And God, we are petitioning heaven today. Father, you know, you know the people who are represented here. You know where they are right now. You know what they did last night. You know what they're going to do hours from now. God, we're asking you to intervene. We're asking the hound, the Holy Spirit, to come down to invade their lives, to continue to put people in front of them that are just sent from you, God. Continue to surround them with love that they just can't get away from it. They can't shake it. But God, that you would draw them in to your perfect will, that you would draw them in to your loving arms. God, that you would send your anointing down on their lives. God, I pray for the families here as well, Lord, that you would give them strength not to quit. You would give them strength not to quit, courage to stand when it's so easy to sit down. That you would fill them with hope, an eternal hope that can only come from you, God. Give them peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to thank uh, Pastor Jonathan, Fred, Nick, 
Awesome job. Great job, guys. Give him another round of applause this morning. I'm going to ask Pastor Rennie just to close us out in worship. And if you're here and you haven't accepted Christ, a few of us will be at the front. We want to pray with you. God bless. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next week. There's a light in the darkness that shines, giving hope to all the world, hope to all the world. There's a door that's been opened to to a new and living way, a new and living way. Star of the morning, yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus, the same.